So to take a closer look at this, we're joined on the line by Dr. Johan Berger, a consultant at Justice and Violence Prevention at the Institute for Security Studies. Uh, Dr. Berger, good to speak to you. Welcome to Updated Noon. Thank you very much and good afternoon. So in a country where crime is rampant, uh, in your opinion, is it a wise decision to put uh, on hold the intake of new police recruits? Um, well, you know, it's difficult to respond to, to that question in the sense whether it's uh, a reasonable thing to do. Of course, on the face of it, um, it's definitely not a, a sensible uh, thing to do. But then the, the minister um, in his statements about this issue names this on the fact that due to the coronavirus and attempts to prevent the spread, they don't want to concentrate large numbers of trainees in our training uh, colleges. Uh, there may be some merit in, in uh, uh, that explanation, but then one would expect that they would be able to find um, creative new ways of, um, of, of changing the large concentration of, of recruits in, in, uh, during a single time in a single facility. And I'm certain there are ways to get around this. But there's also another reason that often uh, uh, is, is, is not mentioned, and that is fact, the fact that the police uh, are facing serious budget cuts. Uh, there were discussions in Parliament not too long ago in July where uh, it was said that um, you know, the police have uh, cut their budget, or the police's budget was cut by, by something like just under 12 billion rand uh, for, for uh, the three years now, uh, consecutive three years. That has a huge impact as well. So the number of, of people that the police can recruit and can employ is drastically reduced. Um, and, and I mean, you know, just thinking about that, it's about, according to the parliamentary debate, about 24,000 uh, posts that will not be filled. That also, you know, has a huge impact on the number of, of personnel in the police service. And, and it comes at a time, as you mentioned, where we have uh, rising, seriously rising uh, crime levels, and we have um, also rising uh, levels of unemployment, rising levels of poverty, rising population numbers. All of that goes against what is happening now in terms of reducing police numbers and reducing their budget. So for those recruits now, Dr. Berger, who are sitting at home, um, what should they do? I mean, and, and, and in terms of just making sure that we hope, of course, that somewhere down the line they will be employed to bolster at least the numbers in the South African police services. But what do they do now? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I mean, it must be extremely frustrating for those who already approved for employment in, in the police service and that then uh, cannot uh, uh, continue with their, with their, with their training and, and, and the career in the police. And that's just what I'm saying. You know, I'm certain that between the budget cuts and natural attrition that's happening uh, in the police service. There are spaces to be covered in terms of, of vacancies in the police service. And I don't think that, you know, reducing the risk for the spread of the virus uh, should be a complete um, excuse for not training. 
uh, members for the numbers that the police can employ uh, in spite of the budget cuts. I mean, natural gaps develop. Uh, the police must uh, uh, find creative ways of, of training people in such a way that you uh, limit the concentration of people in, in a single period at a single training facility, uh, um, uh, you know, in, in order for you to be able to uh, at least train enough of these recruits to fill the gaps that develop. We have to do that. We, you know, we cannot risk not doing that because already we are uh, 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 facing a decline in the number of police officials as a result of, of the budget cut, uh, cuts that the police are facing. And this goes against all the indicators out there about the numbers of police that we should have. So, yes, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a must do for the police that they find a creative way of, of, of uh, uh, training new recruits so that they can fill the gaps that will uh, develop and, and already exist. Well, um, just a final question, uh, Dr. Berger. What further impact will this have on the citizens? Uh, because, as we have mentioned, we are struggling with very high crime rates in our country, and also um, the, uh, the, the, the the policing numbers uh, we have spoken about previously are, of course, uh, not adequate. So what does this do to the psyche of the nation? You know, I mean, it's, it's, I think it must be extremely uh, negative uh, in terms of how the public will experience this kind of information, this kind of message. Um, you know, uh, there were already serious misgivings about the ability of the police, even when their numbers were above 153,000. I think we are now down to 147, and it will further decline. But in spite of the relatively high number of police that we had, we, the police service struggled to provide all the services that were required of them. So with depleting numbers, they will necessarily be negatively, further negatively uh, impacted on in terms of how they deliver those services. Of course, police management will have to go and sit down uh, and and uh, reprioritize. You know, so certain areas will uh, require higher levels of police presence. You know, if you look at the, at the numbers, 24,000 that I mentioned, are serious numbers we are talking about. Um, at, at station level alone, you will have 2,000 fewer detectives. And the detectives have long been suffering with inadequate numbers to perform their duties to uh, properly investigate the cases reported. And you can just see the gap is widening. And and there will be 11,000 fewer uh, police officers to provide visible policing. So we will see um, fewer police uh, on, on, on the streets. So visibility is, is going to be down. So it will have a negative impact on how the public experience, uh, police presence, police services, and of course will, uh, it will be absolute good news to criminals alone. Oh, Dr. Jan Berger, thanks so much for your time. And uh, Dr. Berger is from the Institute for Security Studies.